for Margaret, who washes her hands one finger at a time. I need to go to the girls' room, I told my teacher. And that's where Margaret was, all right, curled up under the sink with her head on her knees. Margaret, I gasped, you're sitting on the floor. Margaret hitched herself over to the side a little so I could see. She'd placed a germ-protective layer of paper towels under her. Still, I said, what's the matter? Margaret pressed her head down harder into her knees, which were all shiny with tears. She pointed up. Lying on the sink, next to a pair of do-not-remove-from-the-art-room scissors, was a chunk of straight brown hair. Uh-oh. Come out, Margaret, I said. Let me see. Margaret shook her head. I'm not coming out until it's grown back. Well, I think I see a germ crawling up your dress. Margaret jumped out from under the sink. She looked at herself in the mirror and began to cry again. I got glue in my hair, she sobbed. I was just trying to cut it out. Margaret's hair was halfway down her back long. It was hard not to notice that the whole part over her left ear was missing. Maybe if we evened up a chunk over your right ear, I suggested. Margaret wiped her eyes dry and nodded. She handed me the scissors. I cut. We looked back in the mirror. It's like bangs. I tried to cheer her up. Sort of. Except bangs are in your front hair, not the sides, Margaret reminded me. Then she took a deep sigh, picked up the scissors, and cut off all the hair over her forehead. Now the front half of her hair was all chopped off, and the back half was long and straight and shiny. Not so good, Margaret said, looking in the mirror. Not so good, I agreed. We looked at her not-so-good hair in the mirror for a really, really long time without saying anything, which is very hard for me. Then Margaret's bottom lip began to shiver, and her eyes filled up with tear balls again. She handed the scissors back to me, and then she closed her eyes and turned around. All of it? I asked. All of it. So I did. Which is not exactly easy with those plastic art scissors, let me tell you. And just as I was finishing, the art teacher came in looking for us. Clementine, she shouted. What are you doing? And then Margaret went all historical, and the art teacher went all historical, and nobody could think of anything to do except the regular thing, which is send me to the principal's office. While I was waiting there, I drew a picture of Margaret with her chopped off hair. I made her look beautiful, like a dandelion. If they had a special class for gifted kids in art, I would definitely be in it. But they don't, which is also unfair, only for math and English. I am not so good at English, okay, fine. But this year I am in the gifted class for math. 
And here is the bad surprise. So far, no gifts. I told Principal Rice about that problem when she got back from calming down Margaret's mother. So far, no gifts, I told her, extremely politely. Principal Rice rolled her eyes to the ceiling then, like she was looking for something up there. Ceiling snakes, maybe? Just waiting to drip on you. That's what I used to be afraid of when I was little, anyway. Now I am not afraid of anything. Okay, fine, I am afraid of pointy things. But that is all. And boomerangs. Clementine, you need to pay attention, said Principal Rice. We need to discuss Margaret's hair. What are you doing on the floor? Helping you look for ceiling snakes, I reminded her. Ceiling snakes? What?